Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On today's show, we've got Wood sitting firmly upon his Lampard out perch. But don't worry, mate. It could be worse. You could be an Arsenal fan. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Two Halves. The 98th episode, can you believe, as we home in on that centenary landmark. However, before we get there, we do have a couple more episodes to record, including this one. And as ever, I am joined by my two illustrious colleagues, the Essex-based Mr Tom Woods, and our newly established Madrid-based, Mr. Mikey Cardinals. How's it all going, boys? Talk to me. See, do you remember when we established very early on in doing the podcast that when we, uh, when, when the, whoever the host is, when they introduce everyone, they shouldn't just go, go on then, boys, free for all. Because <laughs> it inevitably means me and Woods are just going to talk over each other when we both try to speak at the same time. So I'm just going to uh, go back to the old playbook of uh, Hosting 101. You know, I know I gave you that playbook a while ago when I, you know, gave up the reins. In turn. I'm not going to say anything if I'm going to get this sort of attitude. There. And, <laughs> and I've got a feeling I'm going to get a lot of attitude in this uh, In this, He's had a busy today. week, Mikey. He hasn't had an opportunity to read the manual. He's, been, oh, he's, he's had a busy week. <laughs> so, Mikey, I'll go to you first then before I get berated by Woods. Well, you might obviously be care to berate me as well. How, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, mate. I'm doing fine. I'm one step closer to residency. One step closer to residency. Um, Is that in terms of my, forms? Yeah, yeah. So I had I had a meeting at the uh, at the foreign office uh, the other day. Like, what was it called? The the the, um, the embassy, and um, it was like an hour away if you walk. And I was, like, I'm gonna take a stroll, man. I'm gonna take a stroll through Madrid, see what I can see. And uh, I got there. I was sweating my fucking tits off. It was it was incredibly hot, and I was wearing far too many layers because I thought it was cold. Um, and I finally, I got to this place and it was quite, it was kind of strange. There was a man standing outside and he was like, are you, are you here for the, for, the, for the embassy? And I was like, yes, yeah, yes, I am. A, you speak English, so thank fuck, because I was worried about this. Because I was on my own as well, by the way, I was on my own. And um, 
he just pointed me in the direction of this fucking like closed like grill and I had to and he goes ring the buzzer and I was like okay and then he told me to say something couldn't tell you what the fuck it was it was some kind of Spanish lingo no idea what it was so, so I was just I, I clicked this buzzer and bear in mind there's a load of, there's a crowd of people out there as well so I was like have I, have I pushed in have I pushed in there's loads of people standing outside with forms I appear to have pushed in now they're all looking at me whilst I'm waiting for the person to answer the fucking speaker after I've buzzed this bell so I'm sitting there I'm sweating my balls off anyway because it's hot I've got pressure from all of these people staring at me and I'm waiting for some man to fucking answer the doorbell <laughs> in a language I don't understand right and bear in mind I, t- I took these directions off a guy that clearly does not work with the foreign embassy just, <laughs> who's just hanging outside this fucking building so I, I, I rang this buzzer I, you know someone said something um, and I, I said this phrase I no idea what it was literally couldn't tell you what it was and the guy like, opened this fucking tiny grill, like this little this slither of a gap, right? And he invited me in. And I looked at it and I was like, bro, I ain't getting through there. Like, it, like a fucking a, a mole would, would struggle to get through this gap. It was like the thinnest gap of a door you've ever seen. And, I, I, so, and, and he just kind of looked at me and was like, shrugged his shoulders and I was like right okay this is fun I had a big bag on as well so I had to fucking take my bag off take my coat off and basically Metal Gear Solid my way like Mission Impossible <laughs> my way in through this fucking gap like I literally le- I left a sweat mark on the wall and you're a slim guy as well so much. what's that? you're a slim guy so how do the bigger people do this? mate not a fucking Scooby man I have no idea and I, I got in there and I had to like fucking hand in my bag and I had to go for a scanner and all that stuff fine no issue fine and I sit down, I, I get a little ticket, and I sit down in the next room, wait for my turn. I'm the only fucker there, right? I'm the only one there. And this guy calls me over, and I, the first thing I say is, like, like no habla España. Like, I, I can't speak <laughs> Spanish, right? No fucking habla, right? English guy, yeah? I'm at the foreign office, yeah? I'm registering to live here. I don't speak Spanish, yeah? You must deal with this every day in your life because you, you work at the foreign embassy, Yeah? Makes sense. Spanish people don't go to the foreign embassy. Foreigners go to the foreign embassy. And you think English being the most prevalent language in the fucking world, you would think that he would... No, no, no English from this guy. No. So I'm sitting there having the most fucking painful conversation of my life with this guy for about 10 minutes. And it's fucking death. Like, just, just painful. This other guy overhears and he's like, oh, are you English? And I was like, yes, yes. That, that sounds like English to me. I want to speak to you. So I walked over to this other guy and then he goes, have you got your forms? And I said, no. <laughs> and he's like, why don't you have your forms? And I was like, because I emailed them to you. And uh, that's how I got the appointment. And it said nothing on the email about then printing them out and bringing them here. You already have them. I've emailed them to you. And he gave me this look as if to say, you're a fucking prick. And I was like, well, fine. Right. I said, I can't help you, dude. I don't have them on me. I, I, that the, how I got the appointment was via the email with all the forms that are in it. So help me out here. Anyway, he then goes like, oh, I have to check my email now. Now one. So he checks his email and I was like waiting there like a twat. And uh, then he goes to me, do you have proof that you entered the country? You've got your flight, like, what? You've got your flight ticket, surely? Well, I sat there and I was like, well, I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, but like, surely means I've legally. I've the country because I'm. Yeah, well, this is it, right? And 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 he says to me, "You need uh, you need that to be scanned in." And I was like, "What? No, nowhere has it said this ever at all. Basically, like, what the hell are you talking about?" And he and he just looked at me and he's like, 
yeah, you need to give me proof that you entered the country. And I was like, right. I, and I found my boarding pass in my fucking bag, right? Amazingly, because that's how unfucking scabby I am. I just leave shit in my bag, right? And then he just goes to me, yeah, you've got to make another appointment somewhere else to go and get that scanned in. And I was like, right. So why have I come all the way to this fucking office, right, for you now to tell me this for the first time I'm hearing about it? Like, what the fuck? Honestly, mate, I finally got to the end of it. I've got another appointment on Friday to go and scan in my boarding pass and shit. Spanish bureaucracy, mate, is a fucking nightmare, right? A fucking nightmare. So, so this is not like... So this isn't the equivalent of, like, all embassies, and this is what the sort of standard procedure you have to go through across the, you know, across the world with various embassies? Or is this just mate, particularly Spanish... Yeah, yeah. So everyone I've spoken to that, that basically, like, uh, someone who used to work with moved to Spain about five or six years ago. And I asked her, like, how have you found, like, everything? And she goes, moving to Spain is the hardest thing in the world. Like, the forms, the fucking bureaucracy, the fucking end, nothing makes sense. And everyone I've spoken to, that what that, like, I had, a, we had a, like, a, like, a, like, a, we had, like, some people around, that's some of uh, my girlfriend's friends the other night, socially distanced on the terrace, that's right. And um, I was asking them, like, because one, one of them isn't uh, Spanish, and I was like, you know, how, how did you do it? And he just looked at me and was like, yeah, it's, just, it's impossible, mate. It's impossible. Did, uh, did your missus keep life. this quiet to you, though, before, when you, like, obviously were in the transition of moving over? Did she say, oh, it's going to be smooth process, Mikey, you're fine. <laughs> Uh, she's as baffled as I am, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I don't think she realised that the country that she's lived in is uh, so difficult I mean, why, to... why would she not? <laughs> well, this is, this is, this like, is she's Spanish, so she's, yeah. she's not had to suffer this, 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 this abuse. Yeah, but I've just talked about eight minutes straight, so uh, that's my... T- I didn't watch match of the day. I watched the Everton-Chelsea game and the Man United-Man City game. That's, that's going to be my input for the, for the day. And uh, that's the other piece of talking I'll do. So now I'll hand over to Woods to take up the bulk of the show. So it's been a pleasure. Classic. Uh, buenos dias. Woods, how have you been then? Gallivanting uh, around Ikea, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're trying to do here. Yeah, uh, I'm, all, I'm all right. I've got a bit of a cold, uh, which Ooh. is just customary with kids and nurseries. and Gallivanting around Ikea. Gallivanting around IKEA. Um, I'll get to you in a minute. I'll get to you in a minute. Like, if, 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 if I'm honest, the two football matches on Saturday night have put me off watching football ever again. Um, the turgid disaster that was the Manchester derby. I, this will probably be the only time we'll talk about it. Like genuinely, I hope so. Would put a man to sleep. Utter garbage. Utter garbage. Um, and then um, you know, like the, the Chelsea Everton game was um, poor. Poor football matches. Well, just two poor quality football matches, and uh, I basically stopped watching football from that point on. I uh, tried the Grand Prix on Sunday. Uh, f- legitimately fell asleep during that. Uh, woke up and it was over. I was like, "Oh, sounds oh, like you're uh, quite quite tired and fatigued." Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me, oh, mate, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm full of energy at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. For now, for now, for right? Collard the whippet. <laughs> Mr. Collard, like, how how has your week been? Uh, well, have you actually spent any time at home? Well, let let's let's move it in, and I'll kind of segue and kind of digress to you guys as well as the audience. Kind of my my doings over the weekend. So obviously, I, I unfortunately I didn't watch the game. Uh, you know, on Saturday between well, I didn't watch any football to be honest, pretty much. Um, just as well we do a football podcast. Uh, True. The, well, the, the, between the three of us, we watched two football matches this weekend. 
Well, I was doing my uh, my utmost, you know, trying to catch some form of the Rona myself. You know, I uh, I decided to attend a kids' adventure playground type thing. Um, which are is... you fucking serious? Yeah, it's not great, is it? Um... What is going on? No, I, I I thought it was bad enough that you were out for a meal yesterday, right? Oh, like... come on. On the on the no 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 that's, that's on, on the, the t- be, be, no 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 that's no, outside, no. Mate, you're outside. Let, let, let's 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 just give it here. like bearing in mind the news that literally came out that there's this this virus that's out there and it's blowing up massively in London. Collard's out basically having a meal in pub. He's like, yeah, no, this is all fine. Then we find out today where because we've been trying to get in contact with you about you know are we are we actually recording today we're not heard from lee is lee okay uh i then say to mike it's like oh well, he was out last night maybe, maybe he's died from the covid and he, he comes in and we're like we're talking pre-pod we're just like what have you been up to today mate like, oh, westfield man went to westfield like what on earth and now now to cap it all you were like well let's go mix with a load of fucking kids inside what on earth is going on i'm not even finished mate that's, that's- <laughs> no no, I'm not, I'm it's walking. impossible. Uh, well, I did organise a kind of 30th, well, a party for my girlfriend's 30th as well. Um, predominantly based outside, but uh, there was a little bit of beer pong action inside because you can't really play beer pong outside, you know, with the wind and stuff. So, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of that action as well. So uh, this is reason why I didn't actually get to watch Everton-Chelsea because I was too busy chucking a little... Doesn't your mum work for the NHS? Saw us today. <laughs> Oh, oh no, 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 no! I just, I just, what is going on? I know. Look, look. I've, you know, how many people were at this party? Uh, about six, six, seven of us. And it was a very small cabin. Friends? No, so it was like the the dad, and then like four friends, and then another person turned up later on. But you saw your mum today. How? What did she come to London? Well, yeah, she's uh, she she she's probably the one reason why you know the the virus is spreading because she works in a hospital. She's on she's directly in, involved with those COVID patients. She's caught it twice. Find the fucking finger at your mum. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the problem. <laughs> well, she is, but um. So yeah, that, that's that's kind of me, and that's the reason why. I didn't Riddled. Riddle. Just, just a heads up. But um, I mean, I'm not that's very interesting. But we're we're about to go into tier three because South Essex, London. Mr. Collard, um, the one place that that isn't at the moment tier three is actually Colchester, a place where you're literally going to transfer the virus to this Christmas. So coming to to Colchester this Christmas, COVID and tier three. Thank you, Mr. Collard. I get a feeling. The best thing, the best thing was right is that I I was looking at the um, the interactive map because I was looking at where my parents live and uh, the uh, the estate that my parents live, which also Lee. Lee's parents live as well, where Lee will be visiting. They've actually been rising in COVID cases over the last kind of few few weeks. And um, and yeah, I, I'm looking forward to when I get back, like when I look at it again in January and I, I look back over that timeline, I'm going to pinpoint, like, Lee Collard arrives, okay? And then like a week later, explosion. It's going to be magical to watch that. All I'm going to say is, if you don't want to see me over Christmas, I can completely understand. I'll be, I'll be devastated, and I'm now isolating for the next nine days. But uh, if you don't want to see me, Brov, I don't even know if I can get in the fucking country, mate. True. Have you seen what what's been going on, man? Uh, so to get back into Spain, I have to take a PCR test, which costs 150 pounds at the very fucking minimum. Hell. An NHS test, they won't let me on the plane. 
Wow. Right? And, um, and the, but the, the, so that's annoying to start with, right? The thing I don't understand is, right, is that things are going bad, yeah? Things are clearly going bad in the UK, right? Things are rising, tears are upping, you know, it's not very good. I didn't know of this. But, what's that? I didn't know of this, sorry. Go on, carry on. But the so, key so what, is... what did you not know? I was, I was joking, I didn't... I, you know, oh, okay, it, it was so deadpanly that I, I genuinely thought that you'd be... around. <laughs> But the, but the key is, right, this is the key, right? This is the absolute key here, is that everything's going really bad. But you know what, guys? Let's just relax it for five days. That's madness, isn't it? So everyone can go and basically have a nice Christmas. And then we'll just blame it. We'll just blame it all in January. Well, that's and what's going to happen. Like, what the fuck? Like, to be honest with you, mate, I, I, my parents were saying to me the other day, like, yesterday, they were like... Oh yeah, we understand if you don't want to come home. They're, they're obviously devastated having to say it, but I'm gonna sit and they're like, I don't want to get on a fucking. I don't really want to get on a fucking plane and go to AIDS-ridden fucking England. To be honest with you, I feel safe where I am. Everyone's compliant. Everyone wears a mask. Cases are going down. It's like this is this is cushy. Like, it sounds horrible. Like I hearing you guys like when you were talking about where you live with the other day, and you're just like, it's going fucking through the roof. I was like, oh, nah. sounds miserable. Taking it to the extreme with these, uh, these stats and figures, mate. Go to those uh, killed adventure playgrounds, mate. You'll be fine. Trust me. Lick those balls. Yeah. Get into that ball I mean, pit. <laughs> la, 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 la. No, you did not talk about a kid's playground and licking balls, mate. What's going on here? <laughs> That's um, a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> It might, if for what it's worth, and we, we, we eventually we will kind of break into a football podcast. But I, I would I fuck be coming to the UK for Christmas? I'd be like, look, I'll FaceTime you on Christmas Day. But for what it's worth, I'm staying here because fuck going back there. No, you're too nice. Uh, to... It's getting that way, mate. It's getting that way, and it sucks because I want to see everyone. But at no, the same absolutely. Time, but like... we can't even see you. Re- well, I, I'd like to see you. Um, I, I don't think I will because of everything that's going on. You know, because like there's a risk that. We'll try and organise an event in a garden at someone's. And, and I'll come along. I'll exactly. come along. Hi. And you fuck it all up. <laughs> That's why I was going to say, look, if you boys don't want me Running to go... Running in for the hugs. <laughs> yeah, bring it in, boys. Get the beer bomb on the go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we are we are meant to be here talking about football and not me spreading the rona around. So let's, let's... Well, I didn't... How how do you not have it? This is my... <laughs> this is the thing. The amount of accounts I've read of people that are like, oh, I wear gloves, I wear my mask every every day and I wear my hand sanitizer and I've been careful and I've still got it and you, it just spreads. You can't help it. Lee Collard's going out of there fucking not a care in the world, mate. Because they're Doing lying, whatever mate. whatever the fuck he likes. They're lying because these people aren't very strictest what they make out i'm the strictest of the strictest but whilst in a risky environment asymptomatic <laughs> oh yeah exactly I'm just fucking, i've got i've got a body here that just deals with it you know and gets on with it don't spread it do i the best the best thing is it'll be first to nine for the vaccine <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i had to talk my mum into getting it and she's had it twice oh. which is ridiculous isn't it just yeah. because she's of that generation that loves um you know, the old Facebook and all the bullshit that you the old tinfoil hat. Mm. I don't want to be controlled by Bill Gates. Not so much on that angle, but it's like, oh, I don't know what's, you know, it's not it's not been proven yet, has it? So. Joe Biden's a lizard. <laughs> I thought it was the Queen. The Queen's a lizard. No, Joe Biden's also a lizard. Oh, are they right? lizards together, are they? Lizard, pr- lizard friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, crack on with football chat, boys. Well, uh, yeah. Talk to me about the Everton-Chelsea game, because obviously, as, as we established, I was gallivanting around trying to catch the Rona. I didn't watch it. What happened? 
Because we all predicted, Everton... we all predicted last week, didn't we, that it was going to be comfortable Chelsea. That was yeah. I mean, ultimately, what what happened was um, I'll start with Everton because they they were good. They were good. Uh, they were very organised um, and they frustrated the life out of Chelsea. They, uh, despite not having a full back available, they ended up with is it um, Holgate and uh, who's the Gizzy brought in in the summer? Godfrey. From? Godfrey both played really well. Both played really well, and it was the best I've seen Everton play. Bearing in mind, Hammers wasn't on the pitch as well. It's the best I've seen him play um, since they played Spurs opening day in terms of their organisation. Uh, effort levels were through the roof. And I think that the fans being in the ground that day really helped that. Uh, there was really good noise in there. And one thing I have noticed with, with the fans being back is that there's actually like legitimately good noise, bearing in mind there's only a couple of thousand in those stadiums. And the players responded well. Um, it wasn't that Everton really created masses of opportunities, but the one moment that did present itself because the goalkeeper just lost his mind for a moment. Um, and then Sigurdsson um, took that moment. Uh, so, it, yeah, like I said, I think um, that's a blueprint for Everton going forward. I think that if they can maintain that level of intensity and organisation, they'll be tough to beat. Uh, and with a player like uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, you've got a player who can sort of create opportunities to himself through his strength and ability in the air. Um, on Chelsea, didn't have a winger to play. That played right into um, Everton's hands somewhat because without having any wingers, there was a complete dearth of creativity. Uh, Timo Werner and Havertz were kind of pushed into the left-right position either side of of Giroud and the tactic was purely to just keep spanking the ball into the box and Everton were quite happy to deal with that having four centre-halves on the pitch uh, and once Everton took the lead Chelsea just didn't have an answer there was no fluidity to the game um, complete like I said lack of creativity it was, it was a dreadful performance and I, I, at the time I kind of was like that's frustrating but we've got a dreadful record at Goodison anyway as you well know Lee like Chelsea Chelsea do not have a good record going there anyway fingers three on the bounce now isn't it yeah um Going to that place, first time the fans are back in um, eight, seven, eight months. So there's going to be a bounce from Everton anyway. Um, and the lack of wingers as well. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to press it too much on, on the manager for getting this wrong. I'm not going to blame, you know, kind of stuff. But I've just finished watching the game tonight and it was the same shit. Absolute dead football. Lack of creativity. Lack of fluidity in the game. That's a complete contrast, though, to sort of the last, what? Five, six, seven weeks it's now bizarre. for Chelsea. Because I, I found because they've been playing shit teams. You see, can I just give you one stat about the game? Then. Everton had twenty-eight percent possession, oh. but had more shots on target than mm. Chelsea. Yeah, I mean Chelsea hit the post twice, so those stats do skew a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean Chelsea just didn't really create anything, and I think that. The lack of creativity through the middle was being a big problem. Um, it certainly, Havertz catching COVID and then somewhat being forced back into the team and then being forced out to right wing is just destroying his uh, confidence. He, he looked a shell tonight as well. He looks way off. By all accounts, he had it really bad as well. Um, you know, some people like Lee Collard, they, they can just get on with their day to day life, but by all accounts, he was bedridden with it. And Can I just go back uh, with Havertz though? Like, I don't want to like be picking on him, but he's he's not he's not really done too much since he's turned up. And at you know, first he, we thought it's because he was being played out of position. It sounds like maybe that's still the case. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. He can't play right wing. Like I I can't understand. And I think the problem was is that on on Saturday Frank 
Frank Frank's obviously found four three three. He likes playing that, um, and I understand why. Uh, the, the the issue that he had on Saturday is I think last minute Pulisic was sort of ruled out. I think they'd hoped that Pulisic would play, uh, but he. Uh, the, 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 I mean, they're struggling with his niggling injuries. They're, they're trying to um, be careful, especially with the amount of games coming. The injuries to, to Zayek have not helped as well because it's taken away a, a wide player of creativity. Um, so as, as a result, Kai's been shoved out there, but he started to find a bit of form. And then it's just the, 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 the virus uh, took him away and it's taken a long time for him to get back. And he still just doesn't look right at all. Like physically, he doesn't look right. And I, like watching him tonight, I didn't even think mentally he looked right. Um, it's it's it is concerning. I'm not massively concerned because you don't just turn into being a garbage footballer overnight. Like there's a reason why this player has been held in such high regard across the continent. It, it's it's not that he's a bad player. Timo Werner's struggling as well. Um, See, I think he looks bright when I watch him, and it's just- he, he's bright, but like. Shane Long's bright, boys. I worry a little bit that he doesn't look particularly composed or switched on at the key moments, right? When he gets into the... the he, he get, he's a, he's a, a player that seems to get in position a lot, but when he gets in those positions, I don't think he trusts his technique. It seems that everything is sort of so reactionary and it's just uh, almost panic when the ball gets to him in the penalty area and he's, he's spurning a lot of opportunities when he does get them. I see, like ultimately the reason why Chelsea lost the game is because our tactic is Reese get the ball in the box and try and score from a set piece. Can I, can That's I, that's what it's turned into. Can I quote you what Frank Lampard said after the game? I know kind of, well, I'll say it and then we'll get your thoughts because it's obviously two angles that you can go with this. So he's gone, you could, you, um, you have to look at the teams winning it in the last three or four years they have um, sorry. Actually, no. Let me start again. It's a it's a long season, and these people are talking about us winning the league which, with this squad, which is ridiculous. You have to look at the teams winning it with from the last uh, three or four years. They have wingers. They have strikers scoring thirty or forty goals. There are squads that have won leagues and Champions Leagues. We are clearly not that. Whilst obviously I get what there's an element of truth to what you're saying. Yeah. And it could be just for the media to try and downplay it. If the players are listening to that, don't you feel like, given that it does feel like it's such an open league this year, and there is a good chance that they could capitalise on this, especially with the I recent I think it's complete bullshit, to be honest with you, because I've heard, I mean, Wood, you've said it, that Chelsea have got probably the strongest squad. I think they have. Exactly. That's what I, 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 the I players they've bought. Like, yeah, Tino Werner, they bought him to score 20, 30 goals. They bought Havertz to contribute. They've got Pulisic to contribute. They've got players in the key positions to contribute. That's why they went and spent like 200 billion quid in the summer. I, I think that's a horrible excuse that Lampard's um, using there. And as you say, I don't think that does the world of good when his players read that. Yeah, um, it's an interesting point about how the, that affects the players' mentality. Like they were poor tonight. They were really poor. Um, lethargic. They did, the, the thing that as well, they don't pass the ball well. The amount of passes that just simply went out of play like professional footballers top level footballers that are just not even fine in the body it, they, it, it was remarkable it looked like they were at, at times 11 strangers on the football pitch and I know that you've got a lot of new players in but we're well we're mid-December now right we're, we're not start of the season if anything Chelsea have sort of trended up and now they've kind of gone back to square one that's how it looks um, and, and the idea the idea that we haven't got 
you know, one of the strongest. I still believe that in terms of the complete group of players that we've got at our disposal, they are the best group of players in the league and that a better manager would be getting more from them. It's as simple as that. Uh, it's, I don't want to start being like the guy that's running around with Lampard Out t-shirts on, but... You were at the me. beginning of the season. Yeah, you know, I still stand by that. I still, I still stand by what I say about him. I, I'm yet to see it. I, I feel that he's equivalent to Oli Solskjaer, right? And some people have spoke, like talked him up a bit uh, because there was a good run of form. But Oli's had purple patches too, and purple patches come and go. It's it's the consistency. Like, do I? If if you were to rank the twenty Premier League managers in the league, Frank Lampard would rank. Bottom third. That's that's like I, I I believe that's fact, and that's with like the other two managers in, in Arteta and Solskjaer. I I think they're all a fucking handbrake on their teams. <laughs> you know, like it's the problem is is that I don't want to come across. I, I'm a Chelsea fan, right? It's tough for me to say this. It is tough because I I I keep going back to it. I'd love it to work. I just don't think it fucking will. I really don't. Um, and he, he at the the way we're trending at the moment. It's the wrong way. And it's not just the results, it's the performances. That's more concerning, right? If you're playing well and it's not quite going for you in games, you can kind of accept it. But we're, not, we're playing badly and losing football matches now. and it's, We're coming into this period where there's a lot of games in a short amount of time. And by the time we get to January, we've gone probably from a position where we're two points off top, right? To a position where we could be 10 points off. And that'd probably be a fair reflection of really where this team is under Lampard. Um, I, I do start to wonder how itchy that trigger finger is going to start getting. Because we've got an owner that has shown historically that when you start falling out of that top four and it's starting to look like we're not going to get Champions League football, the trigger gets pulled. And there is, you know, there's obviously the prize on uh, available is Pochettino. They, he's still out there. I think that's the one that Arsenal, Chelsea and Manchester United fans all kind of clambering towards at the moment. Um <laughs> The well, Arsenal Maybe can rule themselves you... out of that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, no manager's taking the Arsenal gig because uh, that's, that's a dead job at the moment. Um, I, I'm worried. I am worried. Uh, I, but coming back to the comments, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. We have got exceptional players. We've met, Frank Lampard has had Kai Havertz for four months, and I'd like a, I don't want to pile on this because Kai has had the illness, right? But he looks a shell of the player that we were buying in. Timo Werner, like Timo Werner, although energetic, looks a shell of the player that we ha- we saw playing for Leipzig last year. Right, he was scoring goals for fun. This year, it looks like at times he he's he just panicking and just can't hit. What is it? They can't hit a, a barn, barn door. A, yeah, that's the one. Or, or a cow's backside. With yeah, we'll go with the cow's backside. I think that's a fair reflection on this Chelsea team. I didn't want to turn into a rant on this. I really didn't. I was trying to kind of stay positive, but then I've, like watching that Wolves game, I was like, no, it's it's fucked. It's genuinely fucked. Okay. Ah, oh, but <laughs> Lee, on the plus note, Everton were legitimately good. Okay, and very very quickly then with Everton before we move on, you mentioned obviously Hammers didn't start, and Everton looked hardworking, and we played as a yeah. team <laughs> yeah. cohesion. Now I read a very interesting uh, article on the Athletic about this, and it's kind of. It's not something we should actually look into, but given that I didn't get to watch the game, it does sound like that maybe there is a, there is a case for that. If Hammers doesn't play, then it does mean you don't have to have that carry that luxury player, and you can play more conformatively and work as a team. 
I don't, I don't know. The, form, the, the, the system that Everton played against Chelsea, you're playing Richarlison and Iwobi as wing-backs. You know what I mean? The entire system is set up to, to, to soak up pressure and counter-punch. I think, you know, and in that system, you, you're right, you can't really afford any passengers. But when you're playing, you know, a Fulham or a Burnley or, or someone of that ilk, absolutely, when, when Everton expect to have the ball, or at least 50-50 of the ball, if not more, of course you can carry Hammers. He's shown that he can do it in this league, you know. Um, I think, this is the thing, football is a squad game. There's different systems for different situations. And if Ancelotti had come out of that game and got beaten by Chelsea 3-0 with that defensive setup, look, the, the, the entire outlook on that game would have been completely different. It would have been a case of negative dour tactics Never, you know, it was. Why didn't they go for the? Why didn't they go for it? Where's the, where's the sense of risk? But it worked for Ancelotti in terms of he out tacticked Lampard essentially. Um, that there's plenty of space for Hamas Rodriguez in in Everton Football Club, and I, th- I, I don't think playing against a Chelsea team that you where there's a clear plan of how to play against them. Um, Hamas didn't fit into that system in that one day. That's yeah. it. I think. No, I completely agree, Mikey. Like I, f- I feel had you played Hamas. And maybe had your two fullbacks fit. I think Chelsea might have been able to take advantage a bit more because obviously Digne will get up a bit more. The, the, the two uh, central defenders that, that are playing sort of the fullback positions were obviously sitting in a lot, which made it very difficult for Chelsea to play against. But as you say, you're not going to play Chelsea or uh, Liverpool, Man City um, every week. You're going to have games where you're going to have to have a bit of um, offensive emphasis in intensity playing that's where Hammers can excel at but he's our star player though and he will need he will be playing every week pretty much I doubt he, there will be a time unless there is he's injured that he doesn't play yeah no and that, that's where Carlo makes his money right well there I don't, I don't think you're going to be I don't think Hammers is going to be is going to be the Wayne Rooney problem where he plays even if he doesn't fit a system um, I, I think I do think Hammers and Carlo are close enough that Ames understands that there's, he, you know, there are there are certain systems he doesn't fit in, quite frankly. And playing defensively back against the wall for ninety minutes against Chelsea, he will probably admit that's not the best use of his talents. Okay, well let, let's move on because well, would you mentioned about the uh, the fans returning um, probably making a difference for that Everton game, um, even though there is only two thousand, uh, even though. That's kind of that number is now dropping because of uh, you know the recent changes from the government. We're down to three, three teams now. Four, I've is got four, here. So I've got four. So we're, oh, Sa- Southampton. So we've got the South Coast. We've got Brighton and Southampton, and we've got yeah. Liverpool and Everton. Obviously based in Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I didn't watch the game, so for me, it's hard to gauge. I mean, a reaction from just two thousand fans make a big difference to, I to a game. Did. I thought it did, and it's a couple of things. I do think that it galvanises the players a bit more. You, I think you could see, especially at full time, how much it meant for the players to have the fans in. Um, I also do think that it impacts a referee's performance. Um, there's no players like things, Goodison. Yeah, no, no, legitimately, like Everton frustrated Chelsea once they went a goal up with um, buying free kicks. Right, let's put it that way. And I think that w- they work better when you've got a fan interaction where the home fans can. Uh, emphasize on on those moments where Richarlison gets barged into and they get they get uproar. Referee gives a free kick. It, it's just this. That's the way it is. And I feel that without the fans there, a lot of those calls don't happen. Um, so on the flip, certainly help the team. So on the flip side, then you obviously mentioned the Man United Man City. That was a dull, dreary nil nil. No fans there. That desperately needed fans though. That game did. Um, 
So that's but, that's a, uh, an example then of when a game, well, when you do need the fans, or it does have it's a, just an no, effect. When, when you've got a massive derby like that, without the fans, like there's just no. Um, I can't. There's no the bite. Word. Yeah, like, it, and it, and it, and I, I will say with the Manchester derby though, I don't think. Um, I think with look, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's, for lack of a better term, he's done Guardiola a few times now, right? He has. In terms of catching him on the counter, and that's kind of how the game has gone. Um, Guardiola killed that game. He killed it. He absolutely killed it. He played uh, two defence midfielders, two uh, screens, barely put anyone up front. It was uh, it was a dead game. His tactics spoiled the game, basically, because he was worried. And he came out after the game and said he's worried about the counter-attack from United. If Man United have the ball, we're basically fucking useless unless Bruno Fernandes pulls a rabbit out of the hat. We didn't really have any opportunity to counter-attack very, very well. Man City looked boring and slow in possession. Um, they left the likes of um, uh, Bernardo Silva, not having a great season, obviously, as we talked about, but they left players like him, uh, Foden, on the bench. Creative didn't fancy players. it. Yeah, they did, didn't, didn't fancy it. They didn't, they didn't really go for it. I think Guardiola was happy to go for a point really I, I, I don't really see any other option I don't well, not any other option I don't see any other tactic from him that was basically it and he knew that if if he kept it somewhat clean at the back then we we ain't fucking scoring so yeah and it nullified the game completely and like you know the, the, at the end of the day Guardiola's opinion is that football isn't about entertainment value it's about trophies and picking up points right and I think he identified the fact that you know what we can get a point here okay so moving, so moving over to sort of the Christmas period is basically our, especially like Liverpool and Everton and Southampton and Brighton. Have they got a massive advantage? In or I say massive, is, I is think, it a massive advantage? Even I, I it's think it's 2000? an advantage. Um, I mean, like the numbers, um, like comparing the games since the start of December, I have had a look. Right, he's got put some stats. Some he's got some it. numbers. Put put some numbers in. So there was eight games that I've got with no fans, ten with, um, and it's a fifty percent loss rate for the home team without fans and it's a 33% with fans so you can see there's already a, a difference there um, it's a 50% win rate with fans so that increases um, versus a 30 a 37% uh, without so that there are you know important things and it's a 1.7 points per game versus 1.25 um, with no fans so there's a clear impact and I kind of look at the two games on Sunday what well, we had Palace Spurs with Fulham Liverpool Two games where the away team are favoured, and both those end up in a in a point unfavourably to the other team. And I think that the fans play their part in those moments. Um, the the one team that have screwed it up is Arsenal actually because they <laughs> went and lost to Burnley. So <laughs> we need to get a shout out for Arsenal, of course. Mikey, you you did you get to watch the game? No, did I fucking get to watch mate, the game? Who watches it's... Arsenal games, mate? Who watches Arsenal? Me. Games? You just I watch. Don't... No, no, no. You watch Arsenal fan TV. Exactly. This is it. This is all I care I'm about. Both I, on the I, go. I did... No, I know. I, I know. Um, it's not all about Arsenal fan TV, mate. That you've already got onto my both winner and loser of the week. My winner of the week is Arsenal fan TV for keeping me consistently entertained. My loser of the week is Arsenal fan TV for being complete utter fucking idiots. <laughs> it's just joyous, mate. It's absolutely joyous. Arsenal are the one team that don't get advantage when they have fans. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. They're a joke club, an absolute joke club, and I am savouring every single second of it. Speaking of the fans and Arsenal fan TV, though, because 
the fans aren't at the game anymore. Am I right in thinking pre-lockdown, Arsenal Fan TV just used to be based outside and they never used to do the, the, the commentary yeah, during the game? That's correct, yeah. yeah. Oh, we need to keep this then. We need to I know, keep the I know. fans we, the, away. If, if, what we need is this, that them to commit to watching the games in a room together. <laughs> uh, it's just... Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. Um, Who's I your favourite? He, he's my winner of the week. So kind of also touching upon... You know who it is, Mikey. <laughs> I think you do as well, Woods. I love this guy so much. Are we just announcing Mr. our winners? Mr. Sieve in the back right. Lee Judges uh, is his full name. Lee Judges is... He's just so angry, mate. He's so angry about everything. <laughs> he scares the I, shit out of me. He is an intimidating human being. I mean, I it's, did enjoy... It's the fact his face, his his mouth goes down here somewhere when he's like... like it's the gritted teeth and noise just coming out. I mean, I did enjoy... Uh, I, I did post the clip, which is the one which you said about Lee. So I went and found it you and posted off, it. Because, Your tweet yeah, took it, off. <laughs> because it, it's just the beauty of what Robbie does there. Because Robbie knows, right? Robbie knew that... They, I'm just going to press the buttons a little bit. And I know he's going to... And Because D2 was like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about it. I'll just get wound up. And he just kind of goes... It was like, uh, it's, it, there's other things. There's other things. And it's like, what other things? And then it's like... Boom! Gone. He's flaming. He's fr- he walks out. I don't think he came back. I think oh, no, he, he was didn't. like, you know what? Uh, he, uh, done. Done. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if I'm honest, right? My, after I, I don't react well to Chelsea losing. I don't like it. It's, it's, it's a terrible trait to have in your mid thirties that your football team winning and losing really really dictates your mood. Um, none of the big six teams won this weekend so that helped but ultimately fucking Arsenal they 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 salvaged my weekend on the regular at the moment um bloody hell like I'm, I'm holding out they've got Southampton tomorrow haven't they um which will they're no joke like Southampton are right up there so there's every chance that we're going to be able to get you know a bit more bit more good content coming out from there I mean Ro- Robbie's Christmas this year Fucking hell. Maseratis, mate. Yeah. The thing, as soon as I saw the score, uh, the Burnley-Arsenal game, I was like, right, I've got to look and see what happened. And I just saw Shaka red card, a Bamiang own goal, and I was like, this is perfect. It's just, can, what more can I ask can for? Make it up. His first goal at home this season was in the wrong goal. It just, you just genuinely couldn't make it up. As an, Could you imagine being an Arsenal fan seeing this? You must be like, nah, this... This has to be a fucking joke now. Like, there's no way this can be happening. It just can't happen. And I, I tell you what, because I'm completely digressing away from, from talking about home advantage, which is a legitimate thing, as we've already proven. But Mikel Arteta, at full time, looked crestfallen. Like, completely crestfallen about it. And uh, I, I think he hasn't got a fucking clue how he's going to be able to turn this around. If anything, he doesn't want the fans turning up to games because I feel like that, that, that pressure... They got booed off, right, with just the 2,000. <laughs> Did you have any more stats then on, on, your, on your way? No, or look, it, it just, I, I kind of feel the, the key one is, is the, the, the loss percentage. Um, and, and of those defeats with the fans, uh, one of those is West Ham-Manchester United, a game where West Ham should have put the game away by half-time. Uh, one of those is Brighton versus Southampton. Brighton, Brighton are just garbage at the moment, like complete hey, garbage. And we love a bit. I know fun. we do, but they are garbage at the moment. And the other one is Arsenal. Not all of us. We're not. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just proves. Um, I liked them for about a month when I thought that's a nice kit. Now it's a horrible kit. So yeah. So you can kind of um, caveat a couple of those, and the numbers would even skew harder towards the fact that fans in the ground is an advantage. Um, it's also better to watch. 
um, because I don't have to hear the fake no- noise. You can actually hear the fan noise, and it's so much better to watch than a man with basically buttons, those bashing yeah. buttons, like such as pressing the, the the loud applause button at full time of the Manchester derby. <laughs> like, who are you fucking kidding? It was like dreadful football. It would have been better if they pressed nothing. It would have perfectly summed it up. I, I did. So, so get... Just abruptly cut off the fans. <laughs> And just a silence. <laughs> I did. The second those players were giving hugs out at full time, though, you just knew there was a man in a studio somewhere stewing on this. He, he, he just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, should we move on? I think we like we've got a good idea that you know the fans being back probably has brought an advantage back. Um, like we said, that's been. Hopefully, it also helps remind people that. Fans are so important to the game. Like, they are so important. Well, they make the game, don't they? That's, that's the... They do. They generally make the game watchable on the TV, though. This is what I'm, I... Wor- you worry a little bit about the way the game's going and everything. But, like, without actual fans in the stadium, it's not as good to watch. Mm. But whilst we don't have that, there is always Arsenal fan TV to get us through it. There is. I mean, this is, this is it. Uh, and it's glorious. Yeah. I, 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 um, th- th- that will be the worst thing about fans going back into the stadiums, won't it? That generally will be it. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe Arsenal can give them a box or something. Well, have, you, have you noticed, by the way? Have you, have you seen um, that? Uh, you know, troops. Yes, he's own one now. Yeah, he's now he now he's now on a show in the US, right? Barstool, isn't he? Yeah, Barstool Sports. Have you noticed how he doesn't say "fam" and "blood" anymore? He's cut cut that out, has he? Is he? Pro- probably it's because like they have different con- connotations, huh? It's like it was a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> his, his new gimmick is this 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 small well, man. They wouldn't, have a, they wouldn't understand. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, it's, 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 there's this other guy that's clearly uh, Mr. Positive. He's, I, I feel that he's kind of... <laughs> they've cast him as the tie role. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, and um, this guy's meant to be talking positively just so troops can grab a microphone from him and properly cut promos on this poor little man. <laughs> he basically uh, it's, just cuts promos on him. That's does. his job now. It's wonderful. Uh, it, like, it, it, I am starting to believe that troops... May well be an actor. Uh, Those Arteta Out t-shirts couldn't have become available any quicker than they they did last weekend. I I feel that he's like, this is how we're going to... Barstool must have been like, this is how we're going to make money, by the way. Uh, You're just going to get fucking fuming every week and we're going to sell these t-shirts. And And it's great. Even DT called him out on the t-shirt thing. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, man's got to get paid. (laughs) This is true. He spends enough money on other things, right? Um, yeah. What's next on the agenda, Mr. Uh, you wanted to do a little bit of a sort of hosting there, didn't you? You wanted to come in and bring in the next segment, didn't you? I literally don't know what the next segment is. Oh. I'm genuinely asking you what All the right. next segment is. There was some Champions League uh, draw happening over, over oh, yeah. the last week. So I've got the draw for you. Um, I appreciate it, Mikey. You've got to go for it round by round? Well, I was going to oh. just announce the fixtures. Um, obviously... The English clubs, I feel like... There are some interesting games. English clubs, I feel like, have got a, a tough one, I think. Um, but I'll go through it. So this is not happening until February anyway. Um, so we've got Barcelona, PSG, which is obviously the, a big one. Uh, it is. It is. But, like, this is kind of the artist formerly known as Barcelona, <laughs> by the way. They yeah. play football. There's a man in Paris that can't fucking wait to light this lot up. I hope that ankle injury isn't serious because Neymar versus this Barcelona team will be fucking box office, man. He is going to take them to school. 
Okay. To be fair, that ankle injury looked horrible. It really didn't look good. What a fuck. He he deals with some dog shit challenges in that league. Well, was, At first, was I was like, thing? that looks fairly innocuous. But then you see the um, the, the still shot of his ankle, which is yeah. basically completely around the wrong way, stuck in the turf. Yeah, it's like, horrible. Is his name taken a bad tackle, has he? Yeah, yeah, another one. Yeah, it's not good. Like, that's what happens when you go right, and play the farmers' league. Off the pitch. Don't go and play in the farmers' league, then do you? That's what farmers. Well, do. Me- Messi's going to go join him in the farmers' <laughs> league next year, isn't he? Well, I tell you what, I'm going to list off the games, and then you can give me your thoughts on a couple of them. Then, yeah. So we've got Leipzig, Liverpool, Porto, Juventus, Sevilla, Dortmund, Atletico, or Atletico, Chelsea, Lazio, Bayern, Atalanta, Real Madrid, and then Much and Glad back Man City. Gladbach can't like avoid playing Man City in the the Champions League, so that's that's a that's another buy for City. They do tend knew, to get cushy ties, don't they? Right? <laughs> it's true. It's all right because they'll they'll get to the quarterfinals yes, and they'll, next round, mate. they'll get to the quarterfinals and play some nobody fucking team and basically Pep will overthink it and play some wild formation and they'll be out again because that's what they do. They're favourites, by the way. They are favourites of the competition. A competition. What, that, Manchester City are favourites. Yeah, they are favourites, uh, which is fucking. This is exactly this. Now, don't get me wrong. There is question marks about um, the, the, the manager's tactics, which is basically uh, he he is the exception that makes the rule when it comes to XG. Because by all accounts, Bayern Munich's XG is always low and their goals are always high. Now, that helps when you've got a player such as Lewandowski, who's obviously automatic, so you can play that. But uh, there, there are some question marks about it. Look, it's Bayern. They, they play well in Europe. They're, they should be the favourites. They're the best team in the competition. Uh, Liverpool versus Leipzig is an interesting tie. And Liverpool uh, are surely second favourites, no? Uh, well, Bayern are second favourites behind City. I mean, I mean, in our eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say Liverpool are second favourites, despite the, the loss of Van Dijk. I think they're... Good point. Although they were disappointing uh, against Fulham, uh, they probably still... <laughs> 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 Another tie that basically uh, improved my mood this weekend... Um, they they still got enough quality to to win games. Uh, the, the Atalanta Real Madrid game sounds like a good one, right? Me, that, that right. I, I don't really um, know many of the Atalanta players, but I get every time I've watched them, I'm entertained enormously by them. They either they have a score loads of goals or get absolutely smashed. And so yeah, I think that'll be a very interesting game. Um, Real Madrid aren't great shakes. That's how we got a Real Madrid. Crucially, update. they've got. Sorry, we got a Real Madrid update because yeah, they're not they're not doing too well still. Well, well, they recently beat Atletico, who are obviously at top of the league, 2-0. Uh, Atletico didn't, didn't actually register their first shot on target until like the 70-odd minute, which was a little bit worrisome. Um, but yeah, no, uh, one thing to note, Oblak's really fucking good, isn't he? Um, yeah. He's so fucking good. I watch, um, I've been trying to keep up with Spanish football as best I can. And obviously Atletico are doing well. Uh, by all accounts, Diego Simeone has turned his bunch of crazy bastards into an, into an actual entertaining football team, which is uh, something I never thought I'd ever hear, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, Real Madrid, they're still not... I, I'm not convinced by them at all. I'm not convinced by Zidane. Yeah, I, say, I think it's no. Zidane. Crucially, they got Ramos back, right? Uh, where they struggled at the start of the competition. Uh, sorry, uh, Ramos was absent so his return um, sort of galvanised the team into progressing I, I still I think it'll be a fun game I think I think there'll be enough for Real to probably get through the tie I'd, I'd fancy but it still should be a good good game to watch um, Chelsea Atleti that's the worst fucking draw that they could get yes this is a horrible one isn't it because, because, um, he's playing home second leg 
So you know what you've got to do. Yeah, there is that. You, you, you can look at it that way. That, 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 that's, that is, that's fair. I just think that... I mean, watching the way we're playing right now, we haven't got a fucking prayer. But it's, uh, it's months off, though. You've still got time. It is, and we might have uh, a new manager by then. So, uh, <laughs> who, who knows? <laughs> who knows, right? Uh, Looking forward to uh, Yao Felix uh, lighting it up, as it were. Yeah, because uh, this is it. You, you bring me up to speed a little bit about Yao Felix, because um, over here, we don't get Spanish football unless you have to pay for the nose for it. Um, so, I, he, he, of what I'd seen of him, he was still sort of the... Uh, little bits that I saw of him in last season's competition and he looked not the player that we'd expected right we were really hyped about his move to Atleti you know this this this, this boy ha- has the uh, star potential right uh, so I was a little bit down on him but you've obviously brought me up to speed with the fact that he's actually killing it this season he's found his feet at Atleti yeah he's doing really well goals assists he's um, as late at Atleti top of the league um, all looking pretty rosy in Spain for him um, so yeah uh, and to be honest with you, it's, it's always nice to see I think we've touched on this before it's nice to see young players start to fulfil potential I, I've spent a long time on this show saying that footballers today aren't as good as they used to be um, and the, the, the spread of quality is, is thinner than it used to be and um, but the more I look, the fact is Messi and Ronaldo are old man they're old so Lewandowski old right he's getting on these players, are, where are the next crop of players coming from? Even someone like Sterling's, like, what, 27 now? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you, are you, you know saying like, he's an exception it's... to the rule then in terms of Yao Felix? you think he's got something? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go out and say, oh, he's going to be the next fucking Ballon d'Or winner. I'm not going to pull a Sané and Woods. <laughs> but what I am going to say is that it's pleasing. I, I want to see more good players I, 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 but let me be let me be very clear on this. I don't want to see functional good players, right? Like for for me, like I look at a team like Leipzig, and it's like, okay, they've got a very nice team, and they've got the odd they had the odd piece like Werner and stuff like that. But it's a team. I want to see individuals dominate football games. I want to see individuals because it, look, the reason why we love sport isn't for necessarily the teams it's about the individuals that make that, and that they they that's what makes it up when i was growing up i supported manchester united of course but it was eric Cantona and david beckham that gravitated me that that brought me over the edge right when i when i was watching nba as a kid it was michael jordan then it was kobe bryant and it's like the the superstars make a sport it's the superstars that attract the the the, the interest not necessarily a, a team i want to know where these next superstars are because Eden Hazard never became it. Um, De Bruyne, he's thirty now. He ain't it. Who else is it? Like, where are these other? Where, where are I these? I think it other... was Hazard until he went to fucking Real Madrid. Or oh, he's—he was certainly. I don't. I know you've always been a bit anti-Hazard, but um, yeah, I've, I've. Dude, what I'm saying, but a superstar, you know, it's Neymar. Look, it, it, Neymar was the next in line, and then he fucked it all off for. Two million a week or whatever it is in Paris. And this is it. And the, this is it. You've got Mbappe and Neymar. They're both playing a terrible league. They they need to escape, obviously. They, I think they need to escape, but no one can afford them. Like the no. ah, well, the, that's the key thing, isn't it? With with Paris, is that basically once you're you're there, you're there forever. Don't you forget, <laughs> you're here forever. Uh, it's I, Harland's going to be interesting, but the thing with Harland is that he's just not. He's a poacher, right? He, he's what Ronaldo became. Um, he's not that aesthetically pleasing player that can uh, pull magic out of his arsehole, right? He's not that player. 
which is why Messi is superior to, to Ronaldo because he can do magic where Ronaldo is a penalty box player at this point of his career. You've got to remember that with uh, Haaland. Yeah, Haaland not, is young. Hey, he's very young, Haaland, so he's still like 19, isn't he? And I will say that Ronaldo's been banging in 30 yarders for Juventus still, so let's not be... Uh, let's, not, let's not dismiss him quite so quickly, yeah? I mean, he... he He's just not on the same level, and I think we all know that. Uh, well, then, what, then current Messi, the guy who well, just look, strolls ca- around. Ca- ca- current Messi is phoning it in because he's already basically making his plans to move to the next team. He's just pissed off that he's not playing in Manchester at the moment. <laughs> like, Koeman's K- his fucking manager. Roll Koeman. The Koeman effect. Anyway, should we... Um, the Koeman effect, yeah. Should we, should we move on? I don't know how you want to do predictions because we've got, like, midweek games as in happening right now and tomorrow and then you've got some I'm going to predict that Wolves are going to beat Chelsea <laughs> Neto to get the winner Neto I'm yes still uh, um, I, I, C- City are playing at the moment I'm going to say well Man City are drawing one all at the moment West Brom Did Bruyne score he's my captain no, he's, he's done nothing. I forgot to actually G- do Gundogan okay great so yeah um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to skim through them I don't want any predictions and give me some predictions for the weekend game. So we've got Arsenal-Southampton tomorrow, which we touched upon, which should hopefully be Saints. a great game. Um, Leeds-Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle actually done all right. Pulled it out of the bag the other day with a win. Uh, Leicester-Everton. Nothing that's an interesting game. Uh, Fulham-Brighton. Liverpool-Spurs. That's a big one tomorrow. And That's a massive game, isn't yeah. it? I saw that uh, Jose fired some shots at Kloppo about the injuries, right? Yeah, he was saying, well, you know, Mane's not injured. Salah's not injured. Firmino's not injured. <laughs> classic Jose, isn't it? It's just classic yeah, Jose. But also, why the fuck was he? Why the fuck did Klopp play? What did he play? Uh, he played Mane and Salah in a dead rubber, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, his, his narrative is fucked. He's completely flawed. Uh, he, he Basically, he's running his players into the ground because uh, Jota's already he's out done, for eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just... It's classic Klopp, right? This is what happens with his players. He burns them out. Hmm. I did also. What I will say though, sorry, uh, is that I am enjoying that he's continually taking shots at uh, Chris Wilder. <laughs> like he doesn't seem to be able to do a press conference without digging him out because it was about the fans, wasn't it? This week where he's saying about that Liverpool going to have fans and Chris Wilder's going to have a moan about it, <laughs> and it's just I, I, I love this. I genuinely, I go back to it. This all started. When he was, he advised Wilder to sign Ryan Brewster for twenty three and a half million pounds, and he's fuming. And about Wilder it. basically is fuming about this, and this is how this 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 hilarious rivalry. Bearing in mind, Liverpool are going to win the league, and Sheffield United are going to finish on a record low points. Like, why is this a rivalry? It's not. It's but it's it's, it's wonderful well, it's one because they just win. keep shooting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I do enjoy the the continual shots at each other. Mm. Like uh, other managers would be like, just just kind of let it go at this point, but they can't. They just can't. Okay, um, we've got West Ham, Crystal Palace, and these games are spread over three days as well. So we've got Thursday as well. We've got um, Claret and Blue Derby of Villa versus Burnley, and then that'd be good to watch. Sheffield United, Man United. That's so that's that's your midweek game. Big game, big week for well, Ollie. Yeah, you don't want to be losing. Oh, they you don't jump be, Chelsea, don't they, with a win? You don't want to be losing to Sheffield United. Don't we? Well, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right, but anyway, I'm going to take some predictions off you for, for Saturday and Sunday and whatever. Is it Monday as well? And Monday. Um, starting off Saturday, 12.30, Palace, Liverpool. Liverpool. All Liverpool. 
Draw. Ooh, I like it. Pa- Palace are a tough, tough out at home. Um, Liverpool. When did Liverpool play tomorrow against Spurs? Yeah. Could 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 uh, could be a bit part, a bit tired. You know, some fatigue setting. I think there's is there League Cup mid- midweek games on the twenty third, isn't there? Which Liverpool, I think they're out already, aren't they? Because Arsenal saw them out. Oh, 23rd. Everton, Manchester United, League Cup. Oh, sorry. Jumping ahead. Great. Oh, you could, if you only you could get back in the country, we could watch that together at a bar, Mikey. You know, catching some Rona. No, no, wait. <laughs> and have a meal, yeah? <laughs> we have a Scotch egg. Um, and invite 40 of our closest friends. <laughs> Bubbles, mate. All you got to do is mix them. Um, Southampton, Man City. Ooh. Oh, that's tough draw Ooh. for me. Yeah, draw. I'm just not convinced by Messi at all this season. No. Fuck it, I'm going to say Southampton. So, bear with me. Feeling fiery. Yeah, that temperature is rising. Wonder why. So, were you saying draw, sorry? Yes. Okay. Draw. Okay, Everton Arsenal should be three points in the bag for. The Toffee Men. Hopefully, they've still got Arteta in, at this point. And then we've got a good chance. If they've got a new manager in, we're fucked. Because then they'll have that rebound. Well, look, Everton's biggest weakness is the fact their goalkeeper has short arms, right? Yes. Arsenal's biggest weakness is they don't shoot. So I think you're fine. (laughs) That's a good analogy. I like it. So we're all going Everton, yeah? Yeah. By several goals. I'm talking like a (laughs) 5-0. Let's not get carried away. Mate, seriously, like genuine question. Do you really think Arsenal's defence are going to handle Cavalier? No, it's a no. very good point. He's going to bully them. Doesn't matter who they're playing as well, whether it be fucking, I don't know, Chambers holding Louise or whoever. So, yeah, okay, all Everton, yeah. My yep. fucking phone is now turned off. And all Which them. definitely means that Arsenal winning that now. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Newcastle, Fulham, 8 o'clock Saturday. Ooh. Did you say Newcastle versus Leeds versus Fulham? Is that a new style of game they're doing these days? No, I just said Newcastle versus Fulham on Saturday. Okay, Newcastle, Fulham. Uh, oh, fucking hell, what a game. Oh, my God. I'm going to go Fulham, mate. Fulham are turning around a little bit. They're looking... Yeah. I fancy him. But I'm going to say draw. I'll, I'll take Newcastle. I... Anyone happen to see the uh, latest David Squires? I have not. Talk to me about it. Genuinely, one of the funniest ones I've ever read. They He likens Scott Parker to a water vole. <laughs> Why? Right? And he draws him as it. And I, I was fucking crying, mate. I was crying. And then they have um, Mikel Arteta. You know how he draws him as a Lego man? Yes. Right. They have, have you guys seen the Lego movie? I haven't. Uh, yes. You know the song, Everything is awesome. <laughs> yeah, is, Everything is cool when you're part of a team. They basically have... Arteta singing that song, right? Whilst, and of every like line, there's like something hilariously bad happening to Arsenal. <laughs> so you've got like Shaka throttling someone. Then you've got like Urzel, um, Socrates, and the Gunnosaurus sitting on a sofa at home watching something else. <laughs> then you've got a Bamiang scoring an own goal. And it ends with uh, Arteta basically as a Lego man just melting. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I need, to, I need to catch up on this. I have to check this out. <laughs> okay. Um, and it has, uh, at the end of it, like, at the very end, it has, like, Sean Deitch just, just like, stomping through, like, a, like a Lego uh, Emirates Stadium. And he's just, like, fucking stickle bricks or something. like that. It's really funny. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> um, Sunday, 
12 o'clock, Brighton at home to Sheffield United. Are you Sheffield United going to pick up some points? Mm, no. no. Draw. Woods? Draw. I'm also going to join you in a draw. Woods going for a record high, nine draws this weekend. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going to go against you. So, Woods, you can have a draw. Lee's going to have a home, because I always like a bit of Brighton. Um, Spurs Leicester, two fifteen. Ooh, ooh! Both teams. Mad- Madison's that. got form again, hasn't he? Nice goal. Scored a couple of goals. Really nice goal. Tidy goal. Yeah. Both teams are the uh, terrorists against XG. Both have garbage XG predicted. Both managed to still score goals. Um, I'll go take Leicester. Of course you are, Woods. <laughs> Why am I surprised? I'm going to go Spurs. I'm going Spurs as well. Sorry, which you wanted less. Well, of course you wanted less. Yes. yes. It's a lovely dead air whilst we do this, well, isn't it? It's lovely. Maybe next time I'll write them out. Boring. Um, oh, we've got what, what? old school derby. We've got Man United Leeds next. 4.30. Yeah, oh. that's going to be fun. We're going to get fucking smashed, mate. <laughs> we, right. For years, we ain't planning it's no press, right? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to line up against Bielsa, right? He ain't never going to have seen a Bielsa game in his life, right? And he's going to go, what, what's happening? I don't understand what's happening. Why, why is Stuart Dallas playing over there? Like, he ain't going to have a fucking clue what's going on. Now, side note, instead of watching Match of the Day today, because I decided not to, because I couldn't really be bothered, I instead watched lots of goals scored by the one and only, whoa, Andy Cole. I watched a lot of Andy Cole goals. Reminiscent. Right? Because I love Andy Cole, right? It gets a bum rap, as far as I'm concerned. Andy Cole was a great striker. I'll never forget the lob he did over fucking so-and-so against Spurs, which won us the league, right? Good old Andy Cole, right? And I watched... Uh, uh, that led me on to watching the Manchester United 3-Barcelona 3 game. Do you remember that game, boys and girls? Vaguely. Yes. Was there an overhead kick? Did score a free kick in that? Uh, yes. Do you, want, do you want to know who, who missed a, a chance from six yards out unmarked <laughs> with an open goal? The one and only, I would imagine, yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer did, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, son, right? He had another chance as well, played for on goal by the illustrious Andy Cole, yeah, side foot into the goalkeeper's hands. This guy, mate, even when I'm trying not, I'm, when I'm trying to avoid him, he crops up into my day and manages to frustrate me. <sighs> <sighs> Leeds United are winning the game. Yeah, I have to agree. Woods, are you going to go against that? No, I'm taking Leeds. Yep. Okay. All. You know, you know, like the old days when you talk about like uh, Drogba against Arsenal's defence, and it was like he's going to feast today, boys and girls. We talk about Calvert Lewin against, huh, amusingly, the Arsenal defence. It's like he's going to feast today, boys and girls. Well, unfortunately for Manchester United fans, Bamford, yeah. <laughs> He's going to feast on that day, boys and girls. That's, that's the level we're at, mate, when Patrick Bamford is like the equivalent of Drogba, and I'm scared of him. Fucking hell. Last one off Sunday, West Brom, Aston Villa. Do we have to? Villa. I've got this as a draw. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go Villa, because I hate West Brom, so, yeah. Okay. Tired of them. Monday. I keep forgetting they're in the Premier League, if I'm honest. Yeah, they are. They're just a bit, ugh, bit, bit blah. Uh, Monday, Burnley Wolves, 5.30. Ugh. 
God. How, how did Wolves look today, Woods? Organised. They, 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 they came into it once they went a goal down, to be honest. They wow, that'll be a differential against Burnley. Organisation. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Draw then. Nil-nil draw. Thank you very much. Yeah, like, they didn't look much of a threat until Chelsea let them be a threat. Cool. They've got they've got that is it Podence and Neto they've got some real genuine Podence scored and Neto scored oh really yeah. Podence scored uh, the first he did yeah, yeah he did, they have yeah. genuine pace up front which is coming to contra and, and with Adama uh, Traore as well is I think there's just there's going to be a period of adjustment because obviously they're used to they playing are with Ruff, without Jimenez exactly, right yeah because they they're now playing uh, the kid uh, Mikey help me Fabio Silva. Fabio Silva yeah so he he's still finding his way a little bit. Um, playing up front but like Neto and uh, Protons they're, they're both good good players uh, they'll, they'll cause some issues but I think that, like I think it'll be a draw okay Mikey uh, yeah I did I said a draw you want a draw as well sorry and then the last but not least 8 o'clock on Monday Chelsea West Ham I'm going for the Hammers still maintaining that form don't know how they can't. They, they, they're another team that's they, organised. David Moyes guy. He, he deserves a shot at a big job. Um, <laughs> We've all berated him. David Moyes. Job. David Moyes has found exactly his level here. Right. He has got himself into a position where he's managed to get rid of all of the fancy dans, and he's now just got hard-working players. David Moyes can work with hard-working players. The guys that like to run through the mud for him, aka. Everton back in the day. That's why I never worked in Spain, never worked at Man United, never worked fucking anywhere else because he had too many fancy How many fancy does he have at yeah. Sunderland? Oh, they were the shit, weren't they? <laughs> they were a really they were poor shit. team, to be fair. They, they were, were, they were really bad. Golfing as um, well. No, look, I, look, to be, look, I hate David Moyes. I, I genuinely wish unpleasantness on, his, on him and his family, okay? <laughs> Jesus. I, I hate him. I fucking despise the cunt, all right? But... I'll give the devil his due. He's doing a very good job at West Ham. And we, we were laughing at the beginning of the season. We, we were scoffing on this guy and last yeah, we season did. as well. So, no, fair, fair yep. play, you know. We, we, you are right to kind of call it out, Mike, you know, that he is doing a solid job at the moment. And probably, as you said, taking away the, the likes of your Felipe Andersons, your Yarmolenkos, and then having your soy checks in there and your Jared Bowens working hard fits with his philosophy better. Jared, Jared Bowen is a really good buy. I, I think he went, it was one of those ones under the radar and it's kind of like when they bought him in from the championship, it's like, oh, fuck's sake. If you're a West Ham fan, you're probably just like, ah, oh, championship players, brilliant. That's going to get us to the next level. But Jared Bowen looks really dangerous the majority of the time. Effort he's, levels like, he's are fast. really high as well. What's that? Effort yeah. levels are really high with him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, lots of effort levels. So yeah. with, um, with him and Mikel Antonio, that they, they give defenders a fucking headache, man, because they just don't stop. Yeah. There's no and breathing. That's obviously, that Suchek in the middle, who was just a basically yeah, Fellaini. El Fellaini. Yeah, Fellaini, yeah. How do you feel with them, Woods? Do you uh, feel like yeah, you're going to get a result? No, really. Not the way they're fucking playing at the moment. No, absolutely not. They'll lose. They'll lose. They will lose to West Ham. I think they'll lose to West Ham because they just. Oh, I'm taking West Ham as well. They, they, Chelsea just play like this. They're going to play right into West Ham's hands. They're going to be lethargic with the ball in the final third and just get undone. Well, I didn't watch Chelsea, so I'm going to back them. And then when I watch this game, I'll probably scoff and laugh at my own decision. Right, we've, well, we've already hit on some winners and chumps. Mine is Lee Judges, Arsenal Fan TV. He's now my new hero. 
I can watch this guy over and over again in any form of gif, meme, you name it. He is fucking gold for me. So he's my winner of the week. I, I love him. I love him. You had it. You actually announced you went Arsenal to fan TV, didn't you, Mike? Yeah, for both. Yeah, because it's endless entertainment and despair. It's brilliant. I mean, yeah, there's not much more I can say. You're gonna go. You're gonna deviate Woods. You gonna have anything else? Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV is fantastic, isn't it? it like I, I go back to, and I, I say it again, at this moment in time, they are bigger than Arsenal football club. <laughs> Arsenal fan TV. Like, um. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to go with um, King Carlo because that was an important result. Oh, fair enough. Just going back on Arsenal fan TV, you, if they were your fans, say there was like the equivalent of a Chelsea fan TV or a Man United, you, you would be fucking... They'd be really good to watch right now. <laughs> um, like, look, I think as an Arsenal fan, you must be at that point where you understand that this is entertainment, right? Yeah, you must be at that point. You must be at that point. And this is the thing, like, Robbie knows. Like, we talked about it in a WhatsApp group. They've got that fucking, that, that Yardy guy who sits at the front with a hat on, the red hat. And it's like, surely Robbie must be sitting there going, this guy ain't offering much. Like, if the USP of Arsenal fan TV is that it's a freak show. It's a, it's a circus of clowns and freaks that he wheels out in front of the camera that basically puts money in his back pocket. Just a bunch of fucking deranged fucking knuckle-dragging morons that he sticks out on camera, basically, that just lie in his pockets because they're so fucking stupid, right? The man-childs that sit there among them. Fucking DT. All right. I remember when he when he did that uh, interview with Gary Neville, right? And he, I reckon, he spent the next ten years worth of brain cells concentrating hard to not come across like a fucking twat, right? And I reckon he ain't got any left. I reckon he used up his his, his allotment of brain cells, right? And his allotment of just any fucking understanding of the world, his common sense, his fucking maturity, just he focused it for 20 minutes so he wouldn't look like an idiot when he sat in front of someone who's actually good at his job, right? Because DT clearly isn't good at his job, right? Because he's a fuck. He, he's, he's now doing this, right? Although I suppose it is his job, so maybe he's good at it. But the guy is 40-odd years old, and he behaves like a fucking child. I'm embarrassed. If I was an Arsenal fan, you say like, oh, you kind of get that it's an act now. I would, but I would also feel embarrassed that that guy has anything to do with the same football team that I do. The guy, I, I used to not mind him. I think he's a fucking loser, a moron, a fucking stain on the fucking underpants of life. Uh, uh, honestly, mate, I look at him and I think you're just a fucking prick. Love that, Mikey. That was good. I, I did. I did think it was funny the the <laughs> when they scored at the weekend. He asked Robbie if he could. Was it? Du- du- can I dust this chair? I think. I think. I think it's translate. Can I smash this chair up, please? And, and Robbie was like, no. And he was like, oh. <laughs> didn't he say I don't know all, why I found that really. Oh, I'll pay for the damages. I'll pay so for the look damages. Out. Who the fuck are you with your I'll fucking BA pal? Who the fuck basically goes into a rage and then goes, "Am I allowed to do this, please?" <laughs> I'll pay for it. Like when you smash something up with a chair, it's in the motion. Like the second you've said that out, like the moment's over, right? Oh, oh, oh can I do this, Robbie? Can I do this, Rob? Fuck there's off. a video, honestly, mate. There's a video as well where he, uh, he's, he's like at some game and he calls a guy a cunt, and the guy comes over to fucking confront him. Yeah, and he yep. shits himself and he's oh sorry, sorry, no, I didn't mean to call you a cunt like that. Mate, there's a whole YouTube video of um, of of him basically getting mugged off. It's 
glorious. Absolutely glorious. Now, let's be clear, right? I still find it endlessly entertaining. When he jumps up off his chair and stomps around like a little fucking weirdo and he's like storming off, I, I can't get enough of it. I cannot get enough of it. Hook it to my veins. But I will say, and this is the, this is the key, this is why it's so genius, right? Robbie sits in the background, right? As we mentioned earlier, just pressing buttons. Just pushing buttons. Every now and again, he does that thing where he kind of smiles to himself because he's thinking about what, what he's going to buy next <laughs> yeah. week. Well, endlessly entertaining, right? You've got, you've got him sitting there, and obviously Claude's no longer there, right? Because Claude did things he shouldn't do. I liked Claude for what it's worth. Yeah, I thought he Claude was, a, was good. He was a bit more of a normal guy, you know what I mean? He wasn't a Touch. weirdo, but he was a yeah. weirdo. Yeah. Um, Troops, obviously, he now does Barstool Sports. Uh, does he, does he, has he done from Arsenal Fan TV? Does he not I think he does a bit of interaction with them still. It's like he's not completely off their agenda, but obviously he doesn't. Because I wasn't, I'm not a fan of troops. I found his shtick oh, yeah. to be really, really Tedious. fucking irritating. It t- and, and exactly. It's, now it's obviously come to light now as well. That now he's gone to America or whatever. He's like that was all bullshit. Yeah, but now, now they've now they've somehow found a joyous lineup. Because Ty, I felt like Ty was being pushed to the side a lot. Back back when troops was yeah. was very prominent, Ty wasn't really getting involved. Now Ty, all of a sudden, is getting involved with shit. Caught, you know, he, like, he loves a booking, does doesn't he? Old Ty loves <laughs> he does. a booking. He right? does love a booking. Now he's there. Robbie's stirring his pot. DT is at front and center, just losing his fucking mind. His small little tiny brain that he can barely contain himself. Just. What are you doing? And then you've got Colonel Steve at the back with his just fucking incredible facial reactions. That voice he does where he's like... Dirty bastard. He's got Northern. (laughs) It's fucking amazing. But but then there's there's one spot left and you've got Yardy clean shirt at the front, mate. The DT wannabe who ain't saying Jack. I need one more freak in the freak show I need a clown in the circus I need someone sitting there who is a fucking idiot right but he's got a gimmick I need someone else with a different gimmick Ty's got a gimmick that he's old but somehow young but he's also a bit is he, is he on the spectrum Ty's a bit not all there right you've got DT who's just a fucking animal right you've got Robbie there counting his coins you've got the seething guy who let's be clear his gimmick is that he's seething and I love him every single day for it I need one more gimmick one more piece of the puzzle Troops was not that piece of the puzzle for what it's worth I need someone else I can't Robbie's wait. working on it mate cannot, he's working on it I cannot wait to see who Robbie pulls out of his freak bag for me next <laughs> love it Woods <laughs> losers. Yeah. Uh, the Ballon d'Or, right? So they tell us that uh, we're cancelling because like there's not enough games being played, right? Well, basically all the games got played apart from the French league. Uh, so Rob Lewandowski. But the reason I'm talking about this is because they did their uh, greatest eleven, didn't they? I don't know if you saw this. The, the France uh, one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's because they're, they're the official Ballon d'Or people. Um, and he says he's expected, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's a formation that Lee Collard would fucking make up. It's utter garbage. <laughs> it <laughs> like, is it's, a, the most ridiculous formation I've ever I'm seen. I'm going to shove Maradona and Pele at wingback. That's how I'm shoehorning these two great players in. It's fucking laughable, mate. Like, if you're going to do it, do it properly, right? So we've got Maldini, uh, Beckenbauer and Cafu playing. So basically, 
marauding Bar- uh, Beckenbauer, Cafu's fucked off upfield, and Paolo Maldini is now marshalling this backline behind ten, like nine other players that are just playing. Just stupid, stupid, stupid. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Just really they, they, also- they managed to find. Because the thing is, you say wing-backs of Pele Maradona, they are in advance of this halfway line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. they, they, they called offence midfield players and they, they labelled them as, uh, as voted by uh, 140 journalists, Diego Maradona is the greatest offensive midfield player of all time. And they said exactly the same thing for Pele. And I'm like, well, guess what, guys? One of them's the fucking greatest. One of them's the second greatest. Neither of them really renowned for their playing offence midfield, especially Pele, who was a fucking striker. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the key. They, they, they managed to shoehorn in Pele, Maradona, Ronaldo, Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo into the same team. Yes. With Xavi and Lofter Mateus behind them. I mean, Mateus has got a lot of running because Xavi's going to offer not, not a lot. Like, uh, for what it's worth, Xavi, are we, are we fucking serious here? I, I just... For what it's uh, worth, I think the next team actually has the better balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think I know what you're going to say. Go through the next team because I, so I the saw next, this. So the first team, just to go clear, you've got Lev, uh, Yashin in goal, Beckenbauer, Maldini, Cafu at the back, Mateus, Xavi in midfield, Pele, Maradona, Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo and Ronaldo up front. Okay. The, 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 the silver team, uh, the second team as it were, you've got Buffon in goal, uh, Roberto Carlos, Baresi and Carlos Alberto in defence. You've got Frank Reichard and Andrea Pirlo in midfield uh, with Zidane and Di Stefano. Then up front, you've got Ronaldinho, Johan Cruyff and Garincha. I love that team. I love that team. That's a good team. That's a good Uh, team. At least Reichard's going to offer something in the midfield and Pirlo's obviously can pull the strings in there. I I love Dino and Cruyff playing together. That that would be massive, wouldn't it? makes me happy. Um, And Pirlo as well. I mean, it's delicious. Um, in the next team, you've got Manuel Neuer. This is the third team. Uh, Neuer, Paul Breitner, Sergio Ramos, and Philip Lahm. Then you've got Didi, Johan Niskens, uh, Platini, Iniesta, Henri Van Basten, and George Best. Sorry, does Ruth Hollett not make any of these teams? Not one. Get in the fucking bin, right? Someone should take their fucking award away from them. I'm done with this lot, right? Fucking embarrassing. French journalists can go fuck themselves for all I care because they ain't got a fucking clue. Like, when I saw that list, I was like, no, this is chaos. Actual chaos. I don't know. What's the point? I, all right. I, can I ask you for a, a challenge then? Okay. I want your three best teams. Three best teams. All right. I want I, your I, first, I, second, and thirds for next we'll, week. We'll, I'll have this done for next week. Because they're actually going to have to play a formation here, right? Because they're not going to be like, let's throw all of the best players of all time because I don't want to basically do my fucking job, right? Because that's basically what they're doing. Let's play Yeah, they've gone, oh, so like Maradona has to be in the team, right? And, and, and Pele does. But we also need to have Messi in there. Yeah, but we can't have Messi without Ronaldo because everyone will get really pissy pants about it. Oh, yeah, you're right. So we need them in there as well. I like, really like R9 as well, so I think he should be in there. Okay, so let's just put them all in the fucking team. No, 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 no. That doesn't work, right? You have to be selective of the players that are going in. And the fact that Cruyff is relegated to fucking second team. No, no, no. Fucking embarrassing shit, that is. Who the fuck is... P- no, no offence to R9, right? You know. You know he grew up with this guy, right? But who the fuck is putting him ahead of Johan Cruyff? Like, Seriously embarrassing maybe not you no (laughs) (laughs) I know more about Ronaldo than I do Johan Cruyff so no we'll we'll, we'll get to it okay I will do it 
I'll, I'll give you a spoiler alert. Cristiano ain't going to be in Team One. We'll, we'll, we'll have a dedicated segment next week, so I feel this could be uh, quite quite joyous. I am so excited for this. <laughs> should we, should we... Also, they, they snuck Manuel Neuer in as the third yeah. greatest keeper of all time. Fucking yeah. hell. Who are you having in Carlo Cudicini? Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, personally, personally, I think Big Pete, big, not Petr Cech, Big Pete, Pete Schmeichel. I, I always feel like Schmeichel over Neuer. Absolutely. Maybe we don't... I don't, I don't know if Neuer, it's, it's difficult because obviously he has won a World Cup, but then. And he has played obviously with Bayern for many a year, and obviously. Ah, Big Pete won the Euros. Yeah, against Germany, <laughs> who were the world champions at the time. Show some fucking respect, Lee. Yeah, I don't know, whenever I watch. Whenever Get, I watch Man United highlights, I always, I always think, Pete Schmeichel, you're at fault there. When he, when he starts howling at fucking Bruce and Pallister and having a go at him, and I'm like, mate, you're like five, twenty, ten yards. That's because the only highlight you watch is Everton versus Manchester United '95 Cup <laughs> final. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It is true. Anyway, look, should we look to wrap things up? Actually, no, I've got a chump. Haven't I? My chump is Danny Drinkwater. Although he took a, a horrendous oh. challenge in an under 21s game, um, the fact that he's playing at that level. Or is it under twenty threes or whatever? The fact that he's playing at that level, you know, just shows the downfall of this guy. And yeah, just Danny Drinkwater. It's always good to bring him up. If Mark Hughes is still knocking about, I'll probably make him a, a chump as well. But he's not. So Danny Drinkwater is my chump. Um, check it out on. Uh... Danny Drinkwater is an absolute chump as well. Headbutting a teammate, brawling in a nightclub, being convicted for drink driving. Just fuck off, mate. I ain't got no time. He for owes Kante his career. Well, his second half of his career in terms of the money. He, 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 he owes Kante a yes. lot of money, yeah. That's, that's... Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of, obviously, driving offences, I don't know if you've seen the video yet of Jack Grealish's driving adventures. It's fucking bizarre to watch. I don't know what's going on I there, mate. Not. It's in the group right now. I haven't yeah. opened it yet. I, I watched it before before we watched, uh, uh, before we started recording, and it's like, <laughs> I don't... He must have been fucked up. That's all I can work out because there's some mad driving Is going he on. accompanied by a lady of any sort? He looked on his own. Oh, okay. Just because I've seen a lot of videos of Jack Reedish lately with a, with a lady. So I just wondered if that was something of the equivalent, but maybe not. Um, would you look dumbfounded? You, is that serious? Uh, I mean, lots of videos of Jack Reedish with women. Not so much I, videos, I, I mean, pictures. You... Pictures of Jack Reedish. Okay. But uh, maybe we'll okay. fill you in after the pod. Um, this is the point. <laughs> Well, obviously, we look to wrap things up and we start blurting out platforms that you can listen to our pod on. Podbean! There's one. Ah, yes. Yeah, 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 I see you. Uh, look, we say iTunes, right? But am I right that there's a podcast app that we must be on instead of iTunes? Yeah, yeah, Apple Podcast, yeah. Yeah, the Apple, Apple Podcast app, right? Uh, which used to be really good and then they changed it and it got worse. But you can yeah, also I, find I, us I on, on Spotify, which is probably the best way of listening to anything because... Everything's there. I tried finding us on Pod Addict and I couldn't find us, which was devastating because I thought I might have found a new platform for us, but apparently we're not available on that. Pod Addict. <laughs> pod Addict. So, yeah. Pod Addict. Yeah. <laughs> Why were you on uh, the site called Pod Addict? Oh, you definitely had a typo there, haven't uh, yeah. you, there, mate? That's exactly it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully I am here next week uh, you know illnesses and viruses <laughs> permitting hopefully I'll survive the week and then if so then you know that I didn't catch it somehow whilst frolicking all over the country and with children in in adventure playgrounds 
With children? Why are you with children? Because I'm just with the children, remember? Licking their balls and all sorts, aren't I? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Stop. Um, would, you like to, would you like one other platform? Go on in. How about this? Podtail. Ooh. Podtail. Ooh. I just Googled us and I found us on Podtail. So this is Pod 98, is. by the way, which means next week's is Pod 99. So maybe we saved your thingy, your, your team, your Dream 11s for, for number 100. Maybe it'd be like a new, new we also on Chartable and Pod Toppin and Pod Chaser and Podcast Dove. But not Pod Addict. Doesn't look like one I'm Pod Addict. It's something that I have downloaded on my phone, so you know I was expecting to find us on there. So yeah, did you spell it right? Sometimes it, if you put it with a nice spaces in, that does count. So I tried to spell both things and it didn't work. Mm, you say that I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> um, let's, yeah. let's let's wrap things up. As ever, Woods will be on Twitter doing his thing, where he engages and mate, there's going to be more guaranteed Arsenal fan TV surely. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is I'm, I'm going to be ready. Ready for that. They have got Chelsea coming up, so that's three points for them. So uh, Don't be so negative. Come on. They're not beating Chelsea, mate. They couldn't beat fucking Slough. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Time to say goodbyes. Adios. Hasta luego. Arrivederci. Yes, yes. Goodbyes. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.